You're listening to How to Walk on Sunshine, your guide to joyful living. I'm your host, Alexia Rauchi. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Sunshine Podcast. From the title, Channeling Your Joy for the Revolution, The Inner and Outer Work, you can see that we are deviating from the College Mest Mindfulness series for this week because we have much more important things to discuss. As you know, we are in the midst of a revolution and lots of change is happening. And what I want you to know is that you can be joyful and you can use your joy as a powerful tool in this movement. It is what will replenish you and give you the energy necessary to show up compassionately during this time. If you remember the very first episode of the podcast, you'll know that emotions carry an energetic frequency, and we operate at our fullest potential when we are experiencing and deliberately seeking those elevated emotions, such as joy, love, gratitude, and compassion. And so, when you are tending to your inner world and striving to embody a higher frequency, you become a magnet for opportunities, abundance, and aligned action. And I know right now a lot of heavy and uncomfortable feelings are rising to the surface, and that's what happens when your perceived reality and belief systems are being questioned and breaking down. And that's also what happens when you are awakening to a higher state of consciousness. It's natural for your spirit to want to purge all the attachments and inner shadows that aren't beneficial to you or the world. This is so you can emerge into a new state of consciousness. So right now, it's important to bring forth these heavy emotions with compassion so you can address them openly with no judgment. And I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we want change, we want justice, we want harmony, and we want eventual peace on this planet. But to get there, we have to be aware of the collective consciousness of the world around us and hear what the world is calling us to notice and show up for. And by showing up, I also mean being present with yourself alongside the revolution. It is crucial that we balance our inner and outer world, especially if either world feels off balance right now. So I want to share with you how to handle any emotion you may be feeling so that you can achieve inner harmony while also being present in the movement. So to organize this conversation effectively, I want to split this up and address two very general groups that non-black folks fall into at this time. And I find that everyone can relate to aspects of either group. There's no need to identify with one or the other. I just want to acknowledge the different emotions that can arise with each one. So first, there are those who have not been fully aware about systematic racism within our world and how it has shown up in both wide-scale and nuanced ways in our society. And then there are those who have been aware but haven't fully invested in taking as much initiative as the world is calling for right now. So I want to touch base with the first group. I know that all of this may be shocking or unsettling, but I urge you to be aware of what emotions you are choosing to indulge in. It may feel easy to stay in a state of shock, but I encourage you to see what that feeling is actually telling you. It's telling you to look deeper and go inward, to uncover and challenge your beliefs and reality. Because right now, you have the option to learn and grow and do the inner and outer work. The path of learning has been placed clearly in front of you, and it's up to you whether or not you take it. And I'll discuss resources with you later so you can learn and further educate yourself. But what I want to stress is that it's okay to start now, to be a beginner, to say that you don't know as much as you thought you did, and embrace this compassionately and remember that this is a lifelong journey. But please do not let that deter you because in the end, it will liberate both you and others. And remember why you're doing this. It's because you want to see change and harmony and for every soul on this planet to be treated with compassion. 
I want to remind you that this is a process of deconditioning and dismantling belief systems that you've been brought up to believe. It will get uncomfortable at some point, but the whole point of that discomfort is because you are purging all of the beliefs that are no longer serving you. And although all of this can sound daunting at first, it's really not that bad because you take it day by day and eventually you get to a point where you have learned so much that past you is irrelevant and present you is bursting with awareness. And yeah, this doesn't happen overnight, but that's okay. It will find a way to happen, no matter how hard you try to push it away. So embrace this with open arms, there is truly nothing to be afraid of. I have provided resources for you to check out in a master link in my Instagram bio at Girl, and also in the show notes. I also have a post that links to amazing black creators and anti-racist creators. They post content that you can read to further educate yourself. And I highly recommend joining Linnea Sims' anti-racism practice group. It is so welcoming and she has multiple resources there. It's truly a community of people ready to learn and do so compassionately with each other. I joined over a week ago so I could further educate myself on topics I wasn't fully knowledgeable about. It's a great place to discuss how you can have conversations about race within your social sphere. So now you are aware of resources that are available to you so you don't have to worry about finding it all. And you can also Google any questions unanswered. There is a plethora of information out there for you. But now I want to focus on your inner world and how to tend to that. And it's different for everyone, but it starts with being radically honest with yourself and freeing yourself from emotions and thoughts that are burdening you. And this goes for everyone because we are all susceptible to many emotions right now. So write them down, speak them out loud, anything that helps you get the feeling out from your head and into a space where you can openly acknowledge it. It takes a lot of inner strength to bring all the heavy stuff forward and address things you didn't even realize you believe, but it is how you expand and evolve. So a practice to help you stay in touch with yourself um, that I always recommend is meditation. You can do this either in the morning or whenever you see fit. I personally do so in the morning to set the tone for the day, but also I throw it in when I need grounding. One meditation you can do is one where you set forth the intention to begin the process of releasing any unease or worries so you can embrace a new mode of self, a self that seeks to act with compassion and grow and learn. And depending on where you're at emotionally, you can set an intention unique to you in your situation. And meditation is widely recommended from everyone you may notice because it's what builds the bridge between your inner and outer world. Taking the time to listen internally is what makes you wiser and it's where you plant the seeds for inspired actions to grow. And that action can take many forms. And I'll go further into meditation later. So for those of you who resonate with what I have said so far, this is your sign to be radically honest with yourself and begin a completely fresh start to your life. So with that, let's move on to group number two. Those of you who have been aware of the systematic racism within our country and within the world and may have practiced anti-racism before this but are now called to do more. And that can include physical things like donating, protesting, educating others, and also internal work like I mentioned with group one. Right now, you may be feeling rushed to do everything at once. And if you feel overwhelmed, I need you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth and know that the entire weight of the world is not solely on your shoulders. This is a worldwide effort and you can do your part in the way that feels right to you. There's no guidebook on how to perfectly practice anti-racism. You just try your damn best and make mistakes and learn. 
that's what you can do. There's no way to be perfect, just like there's no perfect way to do anything. You just have to listen to yourself and take notice of what kind of action is calling to you. And if you've been overconsuming media lately, which is very common at this time, and you're starting to feel burnt out, take a break. Don't go on Instagram or Twitter for a day or for a few days. It's not selfish of you to do so. In fact, it's the opposite because when you are giving yourself the time to recharge, you then give the world the best version of you. When you take care of yourself, you take care of other people. And the goal of this entire movement is that it exists well beyond today. We need this to be a sustainable movement, which means that it's best to have energy throughout it all. And that means tending to your inner world. Personally, I want to admit that I have struggled with this a lot this week, uh, the feeling like I'm not doing enough. But remembering to center myself, meditate, visualize how I want the world to be, brought me great peace and clarity. And it's made me even more present and ready to learn and act more every day. So when I go on social media or the news or participate in the anti-racism group, it all feels more energized and purposeful. I can tell that both my body and my mind are in a space where I'm open to learning. It's so incredibly important to avoid burnout right now and in the future because what can happen is that you become so emotionally drained that you step away from the movement forever. So paying attention to your internal world and grounding yourself, taking those baby steps, being mindful of your emotions is what will enable you to participate in this movement long past this month and this year. So wherever you're at, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in this moment, is okay. And know that there is a huge space open for you to grow and connect with yourself. In every action that you do end up taking, remember you have the option to do so with lightness and joy. Let joy inspire you to learn, inspire you to protest, inspire you to donate, inspire you to do what is calling to you. We are writing history here in this moment. We have the power to show up for the black community and make strides to change this world. So the systems that have failed them can be dismantled. And from those ashes, we can collectively build something better. So in order to help you show up as your best self, I'm gonna give you some recommendations on things to incorporate in your daily life. First things first, of course, meditate. It has the power to silence your mind and connect you to a higher state of being, a state of being that is always connected to wisdom, inspiration, compassion, and love. Just give yourself 10-15 minutes in the morning or even when you're done listening to this episode to just close your eyes and breathe. You can do a guided meditation as well as listen to meditation music, which you can find on YouTube or Spotify or anywhere where you listen to music. And set the intention based on how you're feeling. If you're overwhelmed, ask for groundedness, peace, and clarity. If you're upset, ask for lightness and ease and joy. If you're angry, ask for compassion and inner healing. Meditation helps set the foundation for your mental space moving forward, so it's really important to set aside time for it. And to reground throughout the day, I have a very simple but effective exercise you can do. And all you have to do is place your hands at heart center and breathe in deeply for four counts and out for four through your nose and out through your mouth. And do this four times. Whenever you're feeling off balance or when you are transitioning to a new part of your day, this is a great thing to incorporate. And in terms of outer work, something you can do is write a list of a few resources you want to read for the day or the week. Maybe focus on one topic, like microaggressions, black history, the racial wealth gap, defunding the police. That's just to name a few. Whatever you're curious about, look into it. 
Setting aside a little lesson for yourself ensures that you're staying educated, but it also gives you the structure that you can easily follow for a long period of time. So set these pockets of learning aside according to your schedule in case you're having a hard time balancing the outer work with your inner work. And a fourth practice to incorporate is deliberately setting aside time for your joy in the day. And that could be anything. That could be painting, watching YouTube, baking, Netflix, singing, writing, or even educating yourself on anti-racism. Following your joy is unique to you, so before you move on to the next moment in your day, ask yourself what is the most joyful thing you could do for yourself. And as always, always, always remember to practice gratitude. Every morning I either say in my head or out loud what I'm grateful for in that present moment. And it really helps set the tone for the day, so try it out, really simple but powerful thing that you can incorporate. And that about wraps things up for today. I hope that this episode brought you some clarity and ease. Reminder that I will have resources linked in the show notes and also in my Instagram. I wanted to keep this episode relatively short because I want to make sure to center Black voices and anti-racism creators during this time as they deserve to be appreciated. And in regards to the College Mess to Mindfulness series, I'm not sure when I will continue it. Obviously, right now is not the best time, so we shall see how things evolve. But make sure to stay connected with me through my socials at Fidelity Girl and at Sunshine Podcast to stay updated on episodes, and that will also be linked in the show notes. But before I end this, let's repeat an affirmation together. Here it is. There is room for peace. There is room for joy. And there is room for change in both myself and the world. And with that, I'll leave you to go forth with the rest of your day with love and with much love and gratitude. This is Alexia signing off. Bye.